I'm Tina Black, co-owner of Next Level Salon Ownership, a six-month business and leadership course to help you start, maintain, grow, or scale your salon business. We believe there are five strategies to help you eliminate politics and confusion, increase morale, decrease turnover, and increase productivity. If you would like to get on our waiting list for the next course, please go to www.nextlevelsalonleadership.com. It really is about building written systems. And, and I love that you, they're talking about that. And I love the fact that you're a Paul Mitchell graduate of Julio School in Orlando, Absolutely. Florida. I think that's incredible. I'm not surprised at all. I love Julio. He was one of my biggest mentors. And just the fact that I always tell our future professionals, listen to what you're not learning. Look mm -hmm. on the walls. You're going to see systems. So when you decide, if you ever decide to open up your own salon business, now let's call it a business. A business is actually when you can uh, make money when mm -hmm. you're not there. So you actually ran a business and I love that because there's a difference between a solopreneur and an entrepreneur. A solopreneur only makes money when they're doing the work. Correct. And so you did that by building systems. So talk to that salon owner right now that's like, oh man, Blake, I've been in the business for 10 plus years and I don't think I have systems. Where do I start? Start with your mission and vision. I always believe that that is the the as you mentioned, the foundation of where to, to see your salon become a reality or the systems become a reality. So your mission should be supported by your vision. Your vision should be executed through people. I hope that makes sense. I could talk about that for hours and hours and hours, but simply put, your mission becomes your vision. Your vision is executed through people. You know, let's talk about that because like, I think that's the, the first challenge, the first hurdle that I have to get over with with my salon owners. They have these beautiful mission st statements, but they don't know what they say. They have to actually go read it to me because mm -hmm. they don't know it's not in here, right? It's yeah. not in their heart. And so talk about that because I think we're overcomplicating things. We talked about this earlier and you said that we need to start simplifying our businesses. And I love that you said that because let's talk about how not to overcomplicate your vision and mission statement. How do you, where do you start? It should honestly be a sentence. I mean, one sentence is enough. I think that you touched on this a tiny bit, but the goal shouldn't be for, for not only you to, the goal should be, let me rephrase that, for not only you to execute it or be able to recite, recite it, not only your team, but also your guests. Like your guests should know what your mission and vision, vision statements are. One of the ways I did that was through um, our, our broke room is what we call it. It's, it's the break room. It's required by law, but none of us, thankfully, are back there, you know, sitting on their phone and gossiping. It's a place for us to write thank you notes uh, to our guests and eat your lunch. And that's about it. But back there, I have a whiteboard. It is chalk, but a whiteboard because the entire salon is white. It has our mission and vision statements on there. It also has ways that the team can contribute to to follow through with what those vision and mission statements stand for, because at the end of the day, that sentence needs to be broken down by action. And yeah. one of the best ways to do that is have your team come up with it. Yeah. Again, if you want to, if you want to, if you don't want to work, and I, and I don't mean that lightly because it is work, it's always going to be work. But at the end of the day, if you want to be profitable while not being in the salon, busting your butt, trying to do accounting, payroll, all the things that go along with being a salon owner, yeah. the team should be the one that come up with this. 
as my previous careers as a corporate manager for Abercrombie & Fitch, I would sit with my leg crossed in front of my team and ask them questions, write them down, and then ask them another question. How would you do that? <laughs> Simple yeah. as that. So good. I love that. And, and, you know, case in point, ours is we're in the business of changing lives. And so just quite uh, point blank asking our team, whose life did you change this week? Right. Who, who changed your life and whose life did you change? Right. And bring them right back to the why. The mission is the why we are in business and what do we exist to do? And so let's let's talk a little bit more about that. Like, how did you apply it in your salon business and how do you coach other salons? to do that, Blake? So I think the first step was creating a employee handbook. I know that sounds really cheesy, but at the end of the day, the employee handbook is a guide for them to follow. They can take it home with them, download it on the phone and, and really execute their, their, our mission and our vision through those opportunities. And I think that the first step for any salon owner, just being honest, is to really dig into what that looks like prior, hopefully, to opening your business. Because as we all know, and I've said in my book, it's it's not success. It's it's lots of trials, tribulation, lots of things that, that happen behind the scenes that sort of make that struggle real. And I think that the more effort and energy you put into that prior is going to only magnify what happens later. I hope that answers your question. And I love that. And make it a living, breathing document because you never know where you're going to screw up. And so we always have said we stole this from Wynn Claybaugh, who's my business partner, love him. You know, who developed all the Paul Mitchell schools. He basically said that our systems are with a list of all of our screw ups. 100%. Right? So yeah. something happens in, in your company. Maybe everybody is like not on time. So all right. of a sudden you're like, okay, let's make that golden rule number one. <laughs> you must be on time yeah. always. And what does that look like? And, and so yeah. is that a non-negotiable for you right through that process? And so what were some of your standards that you wanted your team to live by? And what do you coach other salon owners to kind of make sure that these are your standards too? So first and foremost, I want to touch on one thing that has to do with time. I think that when Clay Boss specifically mentioning him on time is 15 minutes early. Yeah. On time is not, if we have a, a webinar at 12 o'clock, you and I were on this 15 minutes prior. You know, I think that that is huge. And I can give you an example of leadership because that's part of what this is, this conversation is about, of how I used to do that with a team that I managed prior, again, learning from experiences to opening my salon. I worked for one of the largest privately owned salon chains and anyone can put the puzzle pieces together if they want. Um, but we had a team member, I was, I was a multi-site manager. So one of, one of the managers said, we have this team member who keeps showing up late. There's guests waiting for, for, for this person to, to do, do their hair. And she's in the background doing her hair, her makeup, showing up right on time. And, and I mean that literally. So the salon opens at eight. She was there at eight, 801, walks right by her guest, sits at the chair, starts doing her hair, doing her makeup. 15, 20 minutes later, the, the, the salon guest is now able to be seen for their eight o'clock appointment, which is terrible. And the team, the rest of the team was mentioning this to the salon leader saying, hey, listen, like this is unacceptable, blah, 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 blah. How I managed and how I led that process was probably a lot different than many folks would. And I think this goes back to next level salon leadership, right? This is next level, not, it's, it's about coaching, right? It's about doing all of these things. Well, here's the reality. I had a conversation. I never had a conversation with that particular stylist. Instead, I had a conversation with everyone else. I was like, hey, listen, I'm like, what's your favorite accessory? Again, going back to asking questions. Oh, I like high heels. Cool. What's your favorite color? They're like red. Awesome. Show up tomorrow wearing red high heels. I want you to be 15 minutes early. Can you do that for me? They're like, yeah, of course. Ask the next person. I love glasses. You have beautiful glasses on, Tina, by the way. 
show up in those glasses, right? I want you to dress to the nines, show up early as if you're going to a red carpet event. Everyone did that the next day. What do you think happened when that team member showed up 15 minutes after their arrival, right? Because they were on time 15 minutes early. How long do you think it took to change her behavior where she was showing up early, where she was looking dressed to the nines? So I guess my point of bringing that up is sometimes we need to take a step back and look at ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And think about the ways that we're providing coaching because I could have very well had a conversation with her and been like, hey, listen, like what's going on? Why are you late? And why is important, but it's also very derogatory. So why, what if she was homeless? What if she took a bus to work? What if she could, there's many scenarios I could think of, right? But instead just have a, I had a conversation with everyone else. Show up, look your best, problem solved. Wow. So some of the things that I do wow. in, in my salon now, um, previously to selling it, but our, I, I got my phone here. I can read you our mission, our vision, and then more importantly, how we do it. So mission statement, to create a career path for artistic professionals within a team culture, very important, by living within our values and beliefs, all while creating the ultimate guest experience. Values and beliefs. Team, we are a family. We value building relationships and teamwork and strive to create a like-minded atmosphere. Opportunity, we create growth and opportunity. We value contribution, participation, and, concur- and encourage one's curiosity. Passion, we are artists. We value the drive that sparks one's creativity and allows us to play every day as artists. Knowledge, we are humble and hungry. We value knowledge and skill. Our constant hunger for creativity is exuded through knowledge and skill. So what does that mean? What does that look like? And then below that, and I'm not going to go into all of it unless you really want me to, but how? What, what does my performance look like? What does my team performance look like? What does my guest experience look like? And it goes down that whole entire path and breaks down each one of those things individually. Like, this is so powerful and I love it because you're tangibly giving people ideas of how to start building those systems, right, in your company. And I'm certain you didn't write them before you even opened. I bet you started continuing to write them as people started showing up and you're like, okay, I don't really like that characteristic or quality that's going in our systems. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, it's it's, it's a living document. It's constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. But what I can say is... I sold everything I owned and moved from Florida to New York to open a salon that didn't exist in my community or my area. And I'm not going to lie, a lot of that, I spent years writing, years developing. And did it work? Yes, I'm not going to lie. But, and I hate using the word but, one thing I would suggest is start replacing that with the word and. So, and it's a living document. So once we opened, I got the team involved. I got the team involved a lot and asked questions, asked for feedback and had them edit and and create more systems moving forward. So 100% correct. I don't believe that everyone had the opportunity I did where it was, let me just pack up and leave and sit and, and, and by the way, this apartment was on the train tracks. I had a book bag literally with everything I owned in it. That's it. I used a coat as a blanket, my book bag as a pillow. I found up in the attic a pot with no handle on it. And I ate Raymond noodles out of that thing for I don't know how long before I actually put all of this to, 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 from a vision to create to, to, to reality, right? Thank you for joining us today. And if you loved this podcast, jump on over to our YouTube page to hear the full hour long interview. You can find us at Next Level Salon Leadership.